This episode is brought to you by FX's The Veil, starring Elizabeth Moss. FX's The Veil is an international spy thriller that follows two women as they play a deadly game of truth and lies on the road from Istanbul to Paris and London. One woman has a secret, and the other has a mission to reveal it before thousands of lives are lost. FX's The Veil, now streaming, only on Hulu. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to. Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Love is Blurry, our Love is Blind recap podcast here on Silent Podcast, where we are anything but silent. I'm your host, Javier, and I'm joined today by my co-host, Isaiah. How are you doing today, Isaiah? I'm good. Uh, I'm here to confirm that love definitely is not blurry for season five, you know? So uh, (laughs) we're here uh, to finish off this uh, interesting season. I guess you can call it that. Interesting. Yeah, I think interesting is the best word. Um, I've seen a lot of polarizing opinions online about season five. I've even seen people say, like, this should be the last season. Um, It was a messy season, but so basically, we can just get into it. So before we get into it, just to recap everyone, so far we've gone over episodes one through seven. Um, On today's podcast, we're going to go over the last three episodes, eight, nine, and ten. We're going to quickly go over the weddings. There's not much in that regard. We only had two weddings this year. And then we're going to talk about the reunion, which I think was pretty messy. So it'll be interesting to see here your thoughts on the reunion. Um, so, yeah, let's get right into it. So last time on the podcast, we left off. They were at the party and Uche and Lydia were having a little chat. Um, Uche was basically confronting Lydia about all this, like, things that she did behind his back. He, she, like, stalked him, etc. Lydia wasn't having it. She storms out. Um, and then we get Uche and Milton talking, which I thought was an interesting conversation. Um, Uche and Milton are chatting and Milton is basically saying, bro, like, I don't really care what happened between you and Lydia. Like what me and Lydia have is what we have. And Uche just kind of just keeps going in saying Lydia did this, that, and the third. So I kind of want to start there, Isaiah. How did you feel about this conversation between Uche and Milton? Do you think like it was Uche's place to keep dragging Lydia to Milton, even though Milton is like her fiance and he was basically telling him like, I don't really care. So how did you feel about that? So initially, uh, going into it, uh, I was coming off of Instagram uh, cap from Uche, you know, a little bit. <laughs> and, you know, I was like, you know, I'm gonna be a little open minded. But uh, obviously, with some advances and, you know, thanks to the reunion, we'll talk about that later. But, you know, Uche definitely leaves us looking a little weird. You know, it's like, um, 
why are you so i'm like i, I feel like he didn't really care about <laughs> milton's marriage or you mm-hmm. know any of this stuff like i think he came on here he was pretty pissed that uh you know, Lydia came in here allegedly here to ruin his chances or something, and he wanted to get his get back. You know, he wanted you like you ruin my relationship, I'm gonna ruin your relationship, and you want to put my business in the world, I'm gonna put your business in the world. It, this was strictly revenge, and you know, listen, I'm okay with it because I like mess, I like drama, but yeah. like on a human level, like my god, like this is so bad from uh from Uchai here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, we. I've seen some discourse online and I kind of agree with it. And there are people saying that like Uche is kind of the villain of the season. Like he was kind of being messy there with, he was kind of being messy there with Lydia and Uche and Milton's relationship. Some people say the way he treated Aaliyah, he didn't give her any grace. Um, Even in this fight, we saw him start beefing with Miriam, who's one of the girls from the um, start. Miriam was basically getting involved and Uche was like, oh, you're just bitter because you, you're mad that I didn't end up picking you. So Uche's kind of just trying to start stuff with everyone. So do you agree that Uche's the villain of the season? Uh, yeah, he's he's uh, it, he's definitely not favorable. <laughs> like <laughs> like Bar- Bartice and Shake are like some villains that I can think of because yeah. they're like villains, but they're like more so playing into like the TV show. Uche doesn't feel like he's playing into the TV show. He mm-hmm. just generally seems like a really messy individual. So uh yeah, but look, we don't really have many options. You know, half of this cast was cut off. So uh, yeah, I'll give it to Uche. Why not? Yeah, no, I, I agree. Um I definitely lean towards Uche being the villain. I mean I enjoyed it like you said like you said I'm here for the mess for the drama. We need that every season. So I'm glad Uche brought that, but yeah, I definitely do lean towards Uche being the villain of the season. Um, but moving on from that, Uche and them have their little spat. Milton says, bro, I don't care, and he leaves with Lydia. We then jump to the next set of drama in episode eight, the whole Johnny versus Stacy versus Chris versus Izzy drama. So we left off on episode seven with um, Johnny storming out from speaking to Izzy because Izzy was being mean to her. She goes up to Chris and she starts explaining to Chris like, oh my God, Izzy was saying everyone hates me, blah, blah, blah. Is this true, et cetera, et cetera. Chris is trying to comfort his girl, of course. And then Stacy comes around when um, Izzy and Chris are chatting and Stacy's like, oh, I didn't realize I'm walking into more drama. Johnny comes in too. Johnny's like, what's going on here? And then we have a little argument between um, Stacy and Johnny and Stacy's kind of just really just dragging Johnny saying like you were terrible to me like I didn't do anything to you you were always talking behind my back Stacy was like I'm a straight shooter I was trying to keep my relationship with Izzy private etc 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 and they had this whole little argument here how did you feel about this Chris and Johnny versus Izzy and Stacy argument do you think it was warranted or do you think Stacy should have just sat back and ignored Johnny how did you feel about it um I felt like all four of them were pretty annoying uh, <laughs> like, like, especially like you know, Chris in this situation. You know, like I'm saying, we'll talk about him later. But in yes. this situation, I was like, you know what, Chris is innocent. You know, like Chris, he's the good. You know, like you know, he's just living yeah, life here. That's what I find Johnny so annoying. I know a yes. lot of people are like, I don't like that she was getting jumped. But like, you have to start something to get jumped. And like, this is. In in hindsight, like uh, Stacy and Izzy's first opportunities to really confront Johnny uh, after hearing all the crap that she was talking behind back, so I don't feel bad for Johnny at all. Mm. Um, I, I you know I don't even know why she's still here. Um, <laughs> Izzy, you know I get the frustration. I you know a lot of people are like they shouldn't have jumped there. I personally don't care. I didn't like how fixated Izzy was when he got home, and I'm not going to jump ahead of the gun, but like. Ugh, like Izzy, my guy. Like he's kind of like low key. Uh, you know, he 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 has some stuff he needs to work out. Stacy, I'm okay with Stacy. You know, it is what it is. Yeah, She's no. Going on there. Yeah, I fully agree with it. Up until uh, throughout the season, I'm I'm gonna try to not think about the reunion. Like you said, I thought Chris was the good guy. I was like, yeah, Chris is just being nice. Like Johnny's his girl defending her. So I think Chris was doing the right thing. He was trying to, I feel like Chris was trying to defuse the situation while Izzy and Stacy and Johnny were kind of just trying to keep going back and forth at it. Um, and I do think that Izzy was being a little like a little vengeful towards Johnny for some reason. Like he didn't have to dig into Johnny as hard as he did. Um, and I agree with you. Like Stacy, 
I get what Stacey's saying. If I hear that someone's talking shit about me, I'm going to confront them too. So I don't think Stacey was actually in the wrong. And I think Stacey didn't even say that much. She was basically saying, this is how I feel about you. And I'm like done with it. As opposed to like Izzy who kept like, I really felt like Izzy was digging into Johnny, like you said, like for like a vengeful reason, which was weird. Um, but you got us into the perfect segue. So we leave the party and we go to Stacy and Izzy finally go back home. And this is where the drama starts with Stacy and Izzy from the for the next few episodes. Um, we get home and Izzy and Stacy are still talking about Chris and Johnny, which to me was like, can we move on? Is that what you're going to send to your relationship on? Like you guys had this argument, but let's go. Let's move on from that. Um, so how did you feel that, because you mentioned that, how do you feel about Izzy t- really continuing to take this Johnny and Chris drama home? It's really creepy, to be honest. Like, he was like, oh my God, yeah, you were so hot when you were Yeah, that was so off. weird, bro. Oh, you turned me the hell on. Like, ew, like, kind of weird fetish. Like, yeah. I'm, you know, like, come on now. Um, but Stacy, you could tell she was hot and bothered. And at first I was like, mm, like okay like because you know you want this guy to pay all this money and like he obviously doesn't have much but you know as we progress on i'm like you know what it's valid you know like uh i would want to like some kind of conversation or or like uh you know if you're promising to do all these things in a pause and on vacation when we get home why aren't you doing these things so it's like you know honest to god you're lucky that we're doing this podcast like a lot like now because if you were talking yeah. to me then i found stacy pretty annoying as well but she really grew on me uh more that the show progressed on mm-hmm. yeah no i hear you i agree it was very weird um and i, I was glad that stacy so i feel like online i seeing a lot of different opinions on stacy but to me stacy and i've been saying this if you listen to the podcast i really feel like stacy has like a, a pretty good head on her shoulder. She's been pretty mature. And even in this argument with Izzy here, where Izzy brings up, oh, that was so hot. Stacy goes like, bro, don't say that to me. Like, do not, We, I don't want a relationship to center around the drama between Johnny and Chris. Like, I want you to, Stacey was basically saying like, I want you to love me for me and love our dynamic for me and not because of the way that I treat other people or because of my relationship with other people. And I agree. And I agree with Stacey that I, again, I agree with Stacey fully there. And then we saw the switch when Stacey like clocked Izzy and Izzy like got really quiet. He got really emotional. And then from there, we move into another argument and they start arguing about like cleaning. And Stacey basically gets to this point where she tells Izzy that I feel like Izzy doesn't do enough for me. So she tells Izzy the whole, bro, I feel like you don't cook for me. I feel like you're not thoughtful the way that I am towards you. Izzy kind of shuts down and Izzy runs to his bathroom and we have like this crying meltdown of Izzy. He's like, I feel like you don't appreciate me. Blah, blah, blah. How did you feel about that moment, Isaiah? Did you feel like that was Stacy being petty? Or do you think Stacy was actually coming from the correct place and like cu- kind of calling Izzy out like he's not doing enough for their relationship? I think it's valid. I think they're both valid in their feelings. But uh, something that Stacy is that Izzy isn't is consistent. And I will say that she's made it pretty known like her intentions um and and how she feels like i can feel like oh like you're asking for a lot or i can feel like oh like it's not being reciprocated but at the end of the day she has said in the pod she said in vacation she said outside the house what like she wants and you know it's uh i like i said if you asked me a while ago i would have had a different response but like i understand because she's been pretty straightforward about how she feels and mm-hmm. i'm not going to get mad at someone for having like realistic expectations I, it might not align with me but obviously izzy agreed to this so it's like you know like what are you going to do at this point i don't know why the hell he was crying in a damn closet like you're yeah. a grown-ass man bro but um yeah like i i feel like stacy is very valid here yeah no i fully agree with you there um, so then we cut to the, we see Stacy at her job. So of course, Stacy's a fitness instructor instructor. I was like, that's Stacy's energy. Like very, like, you know, she's, she's a, um, how, how do I put this? She's, she's, she seems like a very strong headed woman and I can see her being a fitness instructor. I wasn't shocked by there. So Izzy comes to her and they like basically make up Stacy saying, I just want the energy that I get reciprocated. Izzy's like, fine, I'm gonna try to do better. He brings her a plunger and like these weird little gifts which Stacy loved, like, I guess it was something cute for them and good for them on that aspect. Um, so they make up at the, at, at Stacy's job. And then is, um, Izzy introduces her to her, um, introduces Stacy to his mom. Um, and it seems like Izzy's mom, her, um, is pretty supportive of Izzy. She seems to be, I think she actually does end up liking Stacy by the end of the conversation. And for me, actually during this whole, in, during this whole interaction, I felt like, um, Izzy's mom was actually concerned about like, can 
Izzy be the head of the household? And it was like, Stacey, are you are you sure about this? Like, Izzy's kind of like a certain way. Can you be the rock for Izzy is the vibe that I was getting. Um, did you feel that Izzy's mom felt some type of way about the relationship, about particularly Izzy's role in the relationship? I felt like his mom felt a little like iffy about it at first. Did you feel that vibe as well? Um, them as well as Milton's and we'll get to the all yeah. of them later, but I'm, I'm very pro parent with them agreeing or disagreeing with this every season. Yeah. Um, because this is honestly like such a whack job experiment to even be a part of, mm. like, just go on like Bumble, my friend, like, yeah. like why are you <laughs> getting married to someone after like three weeks? That's pure insanity. And, you know, mm. um, you're expecting the families to like drop everything they're doing to come to a damn wedding and they got to accept this complete stranger into their families and everything. So it's, it's a lot, you know? So, um, I've never been against how families feel about mm. certain things. Now, if they're rude, like some families in the past have, yeah. they, you know, it's a different conversation, but I think any concerns from any parents in general, of the season is valid. Got it. Yeah, no, I, I agree with you. Um, for the most part, I agree. The parents usually, I understand where they're coming from. Yeah. And as long as they're not being, I forget what season was, but I remember one parent was being super disrespectful. So yeah, as long as they're not being disrespectful, I agree with you. Like I kind of am on the parent side. Um, but yeah, so we can move on from them and talk about the only other couple we have left, Milton and Lydia. So the, in this episode, Milton and Lydia also have some drama, you know, after this whole Uche blow up, Milton and Lydia go home and they, they're kind of rehashing the whole incident. And Milton doesn't seem very happy with the way Lydia reacted in that situation. So Milton tells her, like, I really feel like you need to control your emotions a little bit more. Um, and Lydia's like, no, I'm allowed to react the way I want to react. Like, you know, I'm emotional. And if you don't like this, you should have known this at the pods. Like, I was basically telling you this. Um, so that's kind of where I want to start with this relationship, because this does come into the episode nine. And I feel like we see it in episode 10 as well, where Milton is kind of critiquing the way Lydia responds to situations. Do you feel like that's Milton's place to tell her you need to react less or be less emotional? Or do you think that he was overstepping boundaries and lit and he should have, you know, maybe said something in a different way? How did you feel about that critique? Because I feel like that's kind of where the drama comes from this relationship in the next few episodes. I thought it was a lot of voices opinions for sure, because mm -hmm. at the end of the day, if I'm getting to marry to someone in like three weeks, you got to be transparent, open and honest. I just think that in this moment, you know, it's kind of like a clash of ideals because Lydia is just looking for someone to be unapologetically for her. Yeah. Um, and I think Milton is, but you could still be like, eh, like, you know, I don't like when you do this. Like, can you not do it? Just like she's like, hey, you're a little messy. I don't like this. Like, yeah. you know, you should change that. You know, it, you want to be transparent, open in a relationship and don't storm off. This is a, a, re a repeat pattern I'm seeing from Lydia. Do not mm -hmm. storm off and cry and then come back. That's very toxic. So um, I I do think Milton was a little snippy here at, at points, but mm -hmm. you know I think at the end of the day uh, I think it was valid to to say that. I, I I will say this a lot this podcast, but Milton might be the youngest in this cast, but he's the most mature out of everyone here. I will gladly say that. Okay. Yeah. No. Um. It, it's a very tricky situation for me because I feel like yes, Milton's allowed to voice how he feels about the relationship. But I'm also agreeing with Lydia. Like, I feel like Lydia's allowed. You, you can't really tell someone how to react to situations. So I don't know how I would handle that situation personally. But I think Milton, for the most part, handled it to the best of his ability. Um, and I agree with you. He is able to voice his opinions. Um, maybe he shouldn't have done it so freshly, like right after. I don't know what how they could have handled this differently. But I do. I kind of see both sides of the coin where Milton is allowed to say, you know, maybe for the future, don't react so strongly towards situations if there's like no, no reason for you to be doing this. But also I do agree, like he can't be trying to check Lydia's emotions. Like Lydia's allowed to react how she wants to react. So I do think it's yeah, a great I, Like she's allowed to react anyway. I just, I, more so I saw Milton's probably like, you know, like you're going to the situation. Milton, we're leaving. Let's yeah. go now. <laughs> what are you doing? Don't yeah. yell at me. You can yell at him. What are you yeah. yelling at me for? You know, imagine if no cameras, this is in the TV show, they're in like a restaurant and then she's irritated. No, we're leaving right now in front of like, don't yeah, do that. That's true. That's a little too much, you know, but I, you know, like I said, I, I think they're both valid uh, in both sides here. Yeah. Yeah. No, I think you made a good point there. Um, so moving on, since you mentioned earlier, another important thing, we get to Milton and Lydia meeting Milton's family. So 
right from the jump, in my opinion, Milton's mom and sister are not about this whole experiment. They're not about this whole marriage. I feel like Milton's mom is like grilling hard. Like, why are you getting married? Don't you think you're too young? Are you sure you can do this? Um, I think, I don't remember if it's his mom or his sister, but they asked, they asked Lydia, which I thought was a crazy question. Um, what is a 30 year old looking for in a 24 year old? Because not going to lie, I was thinking that at the beginning of the show, I was like, why is a 30-year-old trying to mess around with a 24-year-old? So I, I and for the most part, I understood Lydia's mom, I mean, not Lydia, Milton's mom and his sisters being very skeptical, you know, like they were super duper skeptical. Um, and I think they handled it well in the sense that they, they were asking questions, they were trying to understand, you know, they could have easily been petty or mean, like in other, like we've seen some parents be, but I think they were trying to understand and you know, I don't feel like they fully understood even up until we get to the wedding day, but it seems, you know, we'll talk about this later, but it seems they do come around. Um, but yeah, how did you feel about him meeting his family, his sister, um, and his mom, like kind of grilling the whole relationship? Again, I thought it was valid. Uh, Millen's family reminds me of mine. You see, it's uh, <laughs> very funny. My mom even told me one time, she was like, if you ever go on this show, do not even think about coming here. I'm um, like, <laughs> <laughs> but no, I think I think all the questions they asked were valid. The concerns are valid. Um, I think the question to her was very valid. You know, yeah. um, like I said, this is more than just those two. This mm -hmm. is you're you're bringing someone into a family, so they have to be also as equally, you know, comfortable. You're not just getting married. You're bringing them into an entire structure. You know, yeah. and um. Also, I thought the family weren't really like they were like grilling Lydia a little bit just to see what what's up. But my feeling was they were more so making sure Milton was really yeah. ready for this because you know at the end that. of the day the dude is twenty five, um, and it's like at, at points like obviously now I, I can tell he's serious, but at points it felt like he was just doing this to be kind of like rebellious against his family a little bit. I was like, oh, mm -hmm. like you didn't tell them that like you guys are living under the same roof. What's going on here, Milton? You know, so yeah. like uh, I I think that like shout out to Milton's family. I think they're amazing. Um, I know a lot of people didn't like how the sister was grilling them and mom's asking all these questions, but that's what you're supposed to do. You're not mm -hmm. just supposed to welcome someone to open arms. So when they get on the damn marriage thing, like they say no, and then you feel like a damn idiot, you know? Yeah. So I'm okay with it. Yeah. Shout out Milton's family. Okay. I mean, overall, I, I do agree. I agree that I understand where the skepticism is. I do think at times, I wrote down some things that Lydia's sister was saying, which I thought were like wild. Like she, in front of Lydia, she asked Milton, why are you getting married? She then calls Milton wanting to get married phony. She says marriage is a business. And then they call Lydia scripted. They said, Lydia, you saying all the right things. And listen, I understand that they're in type, but I just feel like they could have discussed this with Milton without Lydia in the room. Listen, you're things. not bringing the girlfriend. Or you do that with the girlfriend, not a wife. Okay? okay, if you're getting married to someone, they need to know what they're walking into, uh -huh. and it, like, you know, skipping ahead, you know, we find out that like they're on great terms and they're very yeah. transparent. That's what you got. You need transparency. You can't. Oh, uh, we'll talk to you in a second, sweetheart. No, you got to know what you got to walk into. Like, the, yeah. you know. So I, I think it's valid. Like, you got to. I don't want to be like think that oh this family's awesome and then they end up being like some complete assholes i'm yeah. like oh my god what i uh what i get myself into you know mm -hmm. so i hear you gotta know yeah i get it you know i'm my my just take on it is just i think they could have been a little nicer the way they ask questions but they're entitled to ask questions the way they want and like you said it ended up working out so but i just thought i thought it was a, like without watching episode nine and ten if i had just watched episode eight i was like whoa this was a lot like I'm doubting now will Milton and Lydia get married, you know, after this episode. This just seemed very intense to me. Mm. Um, but yeah, we could jump right into episode nine. Not much happens in episode nine. Um, we see the couples, Stacey and Izzy, Milton and Lydia get their their marriage licenses. They go shopping for wedding, for wedding dresses and um, whatever the suits and the tuxes and all of that. Um, I'm, tr I'm trying to see if there's anything to really talk about in episode nine. I'm going to be real with you. Episode nine... Like for nothing season. really happened, right? Outside of last season, episode nine is always the most boring episode of every season. Yeah, nobody cares about the wedding and uh, dress fitting and the tux fitting, especially mm -hmm. this season. There's only two couples. Like yeah. I'm just like yawn. Like I don't. 
Mm -hmm. It's such a blur at this point. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. let's be real with you. I hear you. I agree. But there are two things that I just looked at my notes that we do. I do think we should discuss. So in episode nine, we finally learn more about Izzy's finances. In episode nine is where we have that big blow up with Stacy and Izzy. Um, And this, so just on my end, prior to episode nine, I honestly thought that Stacy and Izzy were going to work out. But then we have this huge blow up in episode nine where Stacy finds out that Izzy has a bunch of credit card debt and he didn't tell her about it. But apparently Stacy had asked him about it. So Stacy's like, bro, you lied to me. And honestly, I feel like Izzy was trying to kind of gaslight her. He's like, I wasn't lying to you. I just didn't think it was the time to say it. I knew I was going to say it before we got married. But you did lie about it. So don't act like you didn't lie about it, which kind of annoyed me about Izzy. Um, so how did you feel about this argument, like about this credit card debt? Do you think, more importantly, do you think Izzy lied? Yeah, this is a lie of omission. Um, exactly. Thank when, you. When you uh, lie when without directly saying it, you know. Exactly. I feel like you know it's okay to be embarrassed. I feel like you have some debt. You know, like you're broke. You're, like I get it. I'm broke. Mm-hmm. I feel you. Shout out to all the broke people out here because I'm broke too. Facts. But it's like, uh, like don't blindside someone like a week or two before your marriage like days, uh, bro. days these are things that you could have been said she apparently asked you about this at a gas station when the cameras were off yeah so i'm sure he just didn't want this on the show there's been plenty of seasons specifically season two which i infamously hate because people hide stuff uh it's okay to to not want to say things in front of the camera but don't lie off the camera as well you've had plenty of opportunities it seems to be straight up about this and you know mm-hmm. uh you could tell that this was coming a mile away when he kept showing his face when they were talking about her lifestyle choices yes. and vacations yeah. when they first got to the house so it's like uh mm-hmm. you know you it, for future love is blind contestants if you're a cheapo just say that you're a cheapo yeah you, you can work on that you know you gotta be a team don't lie exactly. about it yeah, no, I, exactly. I fully agree with you. He lied by omission. Um, and when Stacy called him out, I feel like in this whole argument, Izzy looked like a scared little kid. Like you can tell that I feel like Izzy knew that he was in the wrong and he was just like talking very quietly and he was like looking down and it was just like low key. I laughed a little. I'm like, bro, just like stand up. Bro. Yeah. Stand up. <laughs> That's how I thought about Izzy during this argument. Yeah. I was on our half the, this, this, the week this episode happened. Mm-hmm. And when I tell you, uh, I felt so bad, but like I was laughing yeah. so hard that like, exactly. eyes, like, no, <laughs> like it was like on YouTube and someone in the comments was like, oh my God, why are you guys laughing about their expenses? I'm like, yo, like this, like, what the hell were you thinking? Just like, why would you wait a week before to yeah. tell them this? Like, come on now. Like, I wouldn't, you wouldn't even have made to the altar if this is like anybody else. Like, you're lucky she still went exactly. back, you know? Yeah. So, yeah, no, um, I agree with you on that. Um, and then, you know, the only thing I want to other say about this is Stacy gave a great line, which is kind of related also to Milton and Lydia a little bit. Stacy goes, you, ju- you got to tell me the truth and I react how I want to react. And I agree. Again, this is what I'm saying. Like, I know people don't love Stacy, but Stacy, it just seems that was a very mature response. Like, and I agree with her, whatever, you just got to tell me what happened. And I decide how I'm going to react to what happened. You can't force me to react or you can't try to manipulate the way I'm going to react about something. So I really liked when Stacy said that to Izzy and it was just another moment of me for is for showing me that like Stacy's pretty mature woman. So I like that line from Stacy as well. So I wanted to highlight that. Uh, listen, shout out to Stacy. You know, like uh it, it's hard to be blatantly honest. Yeah. It feels. And you know, you get what you get. She's she's blatantly honest and I respect it. Mm-hmm. Yep. Perfect way to put it. Um, all right. So the other thing that we have in episode nine is we have a little bit of a, a dramatic dinner scene between Milton and Lydia. So Milton does this really cute dinner. He like takes, he like rents out like this geology museum with a bunch, you know, they love rocks. That's like what they first bonded over. He like rents it out. They're having this fancy dinner. And then again, he brings up the whole, um, I don't like how you react with the Uche situation. Like, I think we need to talk about the way you react to situations. Um, Lydia's, of course, getting mad again. Lydia, like, at one point storms out, like Isaiah said that Lydia tends to do. Um, She storms out. She, like, catches her breath and she comes back. Um, And we end on pretty much a cliffhanger where Lydia was like, I don't want to talk about this anymore. And then, like, episode nine ends at them, like, dinner, like, mad at each other. So, you know, they're trying to build the suspense for episode 10. Like, will they, won't they? Will they say yes or no? 
Um, do you feel like, is there anything you want to talk about about this dinner situation that we haven't hashed out already? Based Because it's basically the same argument as in episode eight, where it's like, I don't like the way you reacted to Uche situation. But did you feel anything different happen in this dinner scene that you caught or that you wanted to talk about? No, uh, literally the same way I felt beforehand, the same way I'm feeling about this. You know, just got to be willing to hear each other out, compromise with each other and listen to each other and, you know, change accordingly. And, uh, you know, obviously time will tell if that's valid or not. But uh, I feel like uh, this was a very progressive uh conversation that they both needed to have yeah perfect um yeah i agree with you and the only thing my only last comment was like we just got to end the uche saga like you guys need to just move on from this 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 was a dumb argument and like and like milton said in, in a few episodes ago it's your perception is your reality like let that situation move on and let's live in the reality of our moment and hopefully move i mean you know we, we know what happens but you know, I think they moved past it, and I'm happy to see that because, yeah, they just need to end this saga. It seems like a dumb thing to continue to argue about, you know? 100%. All right, so we can move on to episode 10, the season finale of episode, of season 5, where we get our two weddings. So um, before I get started, Isaiah, going into episode 10, do you think that either of these couples will get married, both will get married, or that one would and one wouldn't. What were your thoughts going into episode 10? Try to forget everything you know from the reunion. Yeah, I, I thought um, after the whole lie, um, I thought that at least one of them was going to say no uh, mm-hmm. from uh, the Izzy and Stacy saga. Yeah. Um, Milton and Lydia, I didn't think that their last conversation was enough to like end anything. Uh, once you get into the family stage, like that's it. Like I, I think that they were good. So, okay. yeah. Yeah, I mean, um, I agree with you. Uh, like I said, I thought Izzy, for the longest I thought Izzy and Stacey were going to get married up until episode nine. And then I was like, I don't think it's going to happen. And then for Milton and Lydia, for me, they were still 50-50 for just because I feel like the age was a lot. The way his family, up until this point, we hadn't seen his family really come around at all. Um, but it seems like Milton is a very headstrong dude because we do see a scene where he's like has lunch with his sister by himself and they kind of hash it out a little bit more. And it seems to like you know, end on a bit more of a positive note when it's just one-on-one with him and his sister. This is just trying to like tell him like, bro, I'm just trying to look out for you and make sure you're making the right decision. Um, but no, for me, I wasn't sure if Milton and Lydia would say yes at the altar, if I'm being honest. Um, but so we get to the wedding scenes. Izzy and Stacey are the first wedding we get. Um, so we get to the altar. Izzy and Stacey say their vows, blah, blah, blah. Not much really happens before the wedding vows that I feel like we need to really talk about. Um, but we get to the altar and Izzy says yes. And then we get to asking Stacy, Stacy, will you marry Izzy? And Stacy says no. Um, and we get something very interesting. This is the first time that in Love is Blind history, I think, where they say no, but they still kiss and they start talking at the altar about their situation. Um, they share a kiss and Stacy explains to him, like, you know, I feel like there's things unresolved. We just had this argument about these finances and I feel like I don't know if I can really trust you 100 percent and et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And Izzy's like, I understand, but I'm also really hurt. So how did you feel about this whole moment? Um, you know, because it, it's unique to see someone say no at the altar, yet they kiss and kind of talk things through. How do you feel about that, their whole wedding? Um, I felt like Stacy still wanted to be with Izzy in a dating boyfriend-girlfriend capacity, but, like, didn't trust him enough to, like, get married. And I thought that was okay. Um, but also, I think it's okay for Izzy to feel really hurt by this because, you know, it seemed like he was, like ready to commit to this no matter what um and you know i think they're both allowed to feel certain ways but they're also both not allowed i mean they're both i think mature enough to like not get angry at one another for like doing their own thing afterwards but um you know i thought izzy i I thought izzy and stacy would try to day after the show and we'll talk about this at the reunion but like you know Mm -hmm. uh you know, wishful thinking, you know, I I didn't think that it was a good fit in general. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, I agree with you. I think that um, I understand where Stacey's coming from. And I agree with you. I thought that Stacey was basically saying like, you know, it's too soon. You know, we can keep dating. I kind of, I still love you. I want to see where things are going. Um, And Izzy's is is also, I think in the right to, you know, someone just said no to you at the altar. I thought we're going to get married. So I understand why Izzy's pretty annoyed at that as well. Um, but yeah, I agree with you. I really thought that they were going to date after the season. Um, and when we talk about the reunion, we'll talk a bit more about what happens between them. 
Um, but yeah, I wasn't that shocked. I said no ultimately. I thought that it was. I think saying no was the right choice. I don't think that they should have gotten married actually. At all. Yeah. All right. So nothing else to say about Izzy and Stacy. We can move on to Milton and Lydia. Um, so Milton is getting ready. Lydia's getting ready, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Um, there, there is one nice scene that I want to talk about with Milton's dad, who we didn't really hear much about Milton. We didn't really hear much from Milton's dad at the original family meeting. But in the in this scene, we get, I feel like, a really nice moment of how supportive Milton's dad is. Milton's dad is basically saying to him, like, you got this. You're going to be the head of the family now. Like, are you ready for this responsibility? Um, and, he, and his dad is very supportive. And I really like the scene. Um, how did you feel about the scene with his dad since we didn't really get much of his dad when the family first met? Um, I thought his dad was pretty chill. Um, like I said, on cameras, like when you're first meeting someone, like you gotta be straight up. But like, I thought that, uh, I thought, like I said, I like Milton's family a lot. They remind, he reminds me of mine. Uh, so, uh, I thought it was valid. Nice. Yeah, I agree. Um, so yeah, then we get to the wedding. I don't think anything really happens with Lydia. Um, we get to the wedding and they ask Lydia, will you marry Milton? Lydia says, yes. Milton says, yes. Everyone's like, oh my God. Um, so were you shocked that these two got married? Um, was there any, any inkling in you that they wouldn't get married? No, I, I thought that they were definitely like a lock. Like I said, I don't think there was any scenario Lydia was going to say no. And I think once Milton was vo- very extremely vocal with his family, I thought that there was no way he was going to say no either. So uh i thought that there was no way that they weren't going to leave uh this show together nice yeah no um like i said earlier i was 50 50 was i shocked they said yes no would i've been shocked if they said no no so that's kind of where i landed with this couple um i'm glad they said yes because you know when we'll talk about the reunion shortly it seems like they worked everything out and they seem to be in a really good place um but yeah we ended up this season with one couple getting married milton and lydia um so we can then move on to the reunion, which was aired just this past Sunday, a few days ago. Um, and it was an interesting reunion. We got a lot of, um, so the reunion, the reunion took place one and a half years after the show was filmed, apparently. So I'm guessing this was filmed in like early 2022. Um, and now we're at the reunion. I'm guessing it was recorded in the, in the past few weeks. So again, it's held um, by Vanessa and Nick. They're um, hosting the reunion. Um, I know there's a lot of, um, polarizing thoughts on whether Vanessa and Nick should even be hosting the reunion, especially after the season four fiascos. Um, but they're hosting it again. You know, it's their show apparently. So let's, let's just jump right into the reunion. We first start with Milton and Lydia. Um, and we find out that they're still together. We find out that <clears throat> Milton's family really came around. They love Lydia. They're like besties. They go out on dinner, like lunches and dates and um, just without Milton around. Um, they, we also learned they had a second marriage in Puerto Rico, which I thought was very sweet. Um, so yeah, how did you feel about Milton and Lydia now? We're seeing them apparently one and a half years later, um, after they got married. How did you feel about seeing them? Shout out to them. They, they have a a good chemistry and I, I think, uh, they were a good fit for each other. I like, I love to hear how close, uh, Lydia is with her family now. And I mean, his family, and I love to see how like reassured they are of each other. It's great. Yeah, no, I agree. Um, you know, I was one of those people, I'm not going to lie, who had doubts about 24 year old Milton getting married, but throughout the season, he's really, honestly, I'm gonna say he proved me wrong. Like he seems like a pretty mature guy. Um, it seems like he knows what he wanted. And I'm, I, like you said, I'm happy it worked out for them. Um, you know, Lydia has been, how I feel about Lydia, I don't know, because I'm trying to feel good about Lydia, but then I remember the Aaliyah situation and I don't like how she handled that. But I guess I'm still happy for Lydia that she finally found her person because it seemed like Lydia was low-key desperate to find love when the show started. And I'm glad it worked out for her. And I think they they seem like that they're going to last. So I'm happy for them that we did find, I guess love is blind because we found one couple <laughs> this season. <laughs> Um, so not much else to talk about Milton and Lydia there. We can move on to Izzy and Stacy. Um, so they actually sat next to each other, which I thought was interesting. Um, but we learned that Izzy and Stacy after the show, they actually did not really date. They kind of went their separate ways. Um, we get this story of Stacy and Izzy apparently were on separate dates and they meet each other at like a cooking class with their dates and they're sat at the table and it's super duper awkward, et cetera, et cetera. Um, but before before going any further, are you shocked that Izzy and Stacy are no longer together, Isaiah? 
No. Um, I think once you say no at the altar, it's kind of going to be hard to like do this thing like outside the house. You know, yeah. I, I think they, you know, they already had enough drama going out. Uh, I don't think we've ever seen a couple leave the show not together and then like come back together afterwards yeah. uh, successfully. I it just there was no way this was going to work. I don't think they were compatible. <sighs> Yeah, sorry, I had a yawn. But yeah, I don't think they were compatible enough uh, for each other. Yeah, no. Um, I I agree. I don't think that they were compatible. I was a little shocked that they didn't really try dating after, though. Um, the only thing we do get is we get this conversation where apparently, like, they hadn't seen each other for a year, and there's like a little cast get together, and they see mm-hmm. each other there for the first time in over a year, and apparently they chatted and they shared a kiss which Vanessa was very much digging into this. Vanessa was like, okay, so did you guys hook up? And Vanessa's trying to figure out what do you mean by hook up? So Vanessa keeps digging like, so you guys kissed or did you guys have sex, et cetera? What does hooking up mean to y'all? And we learned that they only kissed at the um, at the bar allegedly. where they saw each other. Allegedly. 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 <laughs> They're both in um, relationships now, so. <laughs> yeah, that's true. So got to be careful what you say, right? <laughs> um, so we do learn, yes, that like Isaiah just said, Izzy, I think Izzy's in a committed relationship and Stacy's seeing someone is, I think, how they explained it. Um, but yeah, we can, we can move on from them to the next duo we see. So we see Johnny and Chris, who surprisingly had the a very juicy revelations during this reunion. So Johnny and Chris come out. So if just to remind everyone, when we ended the season, we thought, or as far as we knew, Johnny and Chris were together. You know, they left that party and we never heard about them again. And we would assume that they were together. We come to the reunion and we learn that they're not together anymore. Um, but the wild thing is the way he ended this. So when they're talking about it, Chris and Johnny share that after the whole argument, like with the whole Izzy Stacy situation, Johnny did not see Chris again after that. And Johnny learned by people telling her that Chris was dating someone else, but he never broke things off with Johnny. Um, so Johnny was really hurt by that, of course, because, you know, she thought him and she thought that Chris and her were serious. But it turns out, like, do you think that this was a cheating situation? Do you think how do you feel about this whole situation with Chris? Because I feel like we all had this like Chris is the cookie cutter guy. I think someone on the I, I don't know if it was Vanessa or Stacy or someone says, like, I, whenever I watch you on TV, like, I kind of just wanted to hug you, Chris. And that's kind of how I felt about Chris. He seemed like such a nice, sweet guy. And we learned that he like basically cheated on Johnny. And he's still with this girl that he cheated on Johnny with. So I guess good for him. But how did you feel about the situation, Isaiah? I mean, he, he call it what it is. He literally said he cheated. He was unfaithful. Um, like, obviously, it's like a scumbag thing to do. Yeah. But, like, it's kind of hard to judge because, like, apparently the person he cheated with, uh, you know, they're, uh, he's with, <laughs> you know, yeah. so it's like, she's not afraid, like, right? Like you, they, it's not like they were boyfriend and girlfriend. It seemed like they were just like talking. Cause it's like what they were out the pod for like a week. Like, you know, they were like talking, but it's not like they were full on boyfriend, girlfriend, you know? So, uh, you know, it's scummy thing to say, like, you know, don't cheat people, but like, obviously like he's living with the person that he did so it's like eh, you know it's kind of messy i still i you know i would love to feel even worse for johnny but i think johnny and chris are both losers to be honest with you uh for the how they were treating stacy when she was like talking about like her situation i just like you're so lame to like sit here with your crocodile tears crying about this but then like you have the audacity not only to like come like talk shit or or, like pretend like stacy isn't talking but then like you're doing this with the guy who you just admittedly cheated on you like Mm -hmm. get out like johnny oh i I just can't stand people like johnny i'm sorry i've been anti-johnny this whole season and it will continue you called her a bird on episode one she is a bird (laughs) and i almost i was this close to feeling bad about her and then when she started talking with chris i'm like yo you are so whack yeah like loser i'm sorry loser i'm glad you brought that up because i was also like how immature are chris and and johnny they're they're sitting there giggling like little schoolgirls. i'm like can y'all let the woman talk so yeah, I agree. Like all this, I felt bad for state for Johnny at the moment when Chris said he cheated on her, basically. And then they're still like kicking and laughing at Stacy's whatever Stacy's talking about. And I was like, come on, guys, grow up. So I agree. J- Johnny was giving big loser vibes, but Johnny also has someone, by the way. Johnny's in a happy relationship as well. She says. Um, 
Speaking of Johnny, though, we also need to talk about something else with Johnny and Izzy. So we learn also that Johnny and Izzy did end up going on a few dates after the show. They shared a kiss as well. We had another moment of Vanessa prying, like, did you guys hook up? What does hook up mean for y'all? And apparently they only shared a kiss, Isaiah. So what? So let's be let's be real here, Isaiah. Do you think that's all Izzy and Johnny did after the show? No. No? Uh, okay. uh, you know... They're both in happy relationships, so congrats to them. Okay. Were you shocked though that they ended up dating no. after the show for no. a bit? More? They're both single, and honestly, there's nothing wrong with what they did. They're both single, but like I said, they're both birds. Okay, so like, I'm, I'm just glad to not have to talk about them ever again after today. Well, then we can end it on them. I think there's nothing really else to say about them. Um, Chris and Johnny are low key losers, like Isaiah said, and I fully agree with him. <laughs> I'm don't want to talk about them anymore. So mm-hmm. we can move on to my girl, Aaliyah. First of all, I just want to say Aaliyah looked so freaking good. She looked amazing in that gold dress. Shout out to you, Aaliyah. You looked amazing. And Uche fumbled the bag hard, but that's a different conversation. Um, so th- there's actually been a lot of chatter online about the way Aaliyah was treated at this reunion. So I've seen some conversations of people saying that they that it seemed like people didn't respect that Aaliyah was not able to really experience the um the real experiment of love is blind because of the whole uche situation um and it's i was seeing online and i kind of agree with it like no one was really giving Aaliyah any remorse like everyone was kind of just like yeah Aaliyah, that happened and that sucks but that's kind of like part of the show um well i felt like i felt a little bad for Aaliyah because i feel like she really didn't get to enjoy the experiment and i do feel like Aaliyah seemed pretty annoyed during the whole reunion the fact that she wasn't able to really have the real experiment like everyone else because of the whole uche and lydia situation um, so how do you feel about Aaliyah during this reunion, the whole situation with Aaliyah, um, et cetera, Isaiah? First of all, shout out Aaliyah. I like Aaliyah. But um how do I say this without sounding rude? It's like <laughs> you know, I feel bad for her, and I'm glad she had like finally had the opportunity to get like the answer she was seeking. Yeah. But at the end of the day, like and I had no idea anyone was like like, I'm mad that you're making me, like, do this, Javier. Like, I have to say this about it. Like, I had no idea until now that people are, like, sad for her that she didn't get to experience it. Like, ultimately, I think her, Uche, and Lydia all kind of, like, got screwed by, like, this whole situation, obviously. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, like, to be fair, Leah, you left. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So it's like you could have at least gave it an opportunity. And, you know, ultimately she tried to, like, date him again. But, like, this is not no Zach. And blitz situation that's a once yeah. in a lifetime thing like you should not have walked out if like you truly wanted to give this an opportunity and once you walked out like you sacrificed everything that you could have sacrificed now granted the guy that you almost ended up with was a complete bird so you dodged a bullet so apparently mm-hmm. she's with someone from some r&b crew so shout out to that but uh or at least talking but uh i don't feel bad for her fully because it's like yeah this situation sucks but like you chose to walk out without saying bye then try to come back later on and and you know obviously i will feel some type of way too i hate that i have to even like talk in a good light for uche's perspective because i don't like (laughs) uche but ultimately she did walk out on the guy without saying bye when he was going to propose it's like Mm -hmm. uh, you know i feel bad but like to what extent So the other thing I want to talk about here is, so Aaliyah states that, or actually it wasn't Aaliyah, someone stated that um, Uche and Lydia were told by the producers basically that you guys could stay on the show um, as long as they didn't reveal their past. Um, How did you feel about like, because I feel like you, you especially have touched upon how you feel about production. So this feel to me, this feels like production again manipulating the situation. Do you agree with that sentiment that Uche and Liddy that it was okay for producer to say you guys can do the show as long as you don't reveal your past? Or do you agree with someone like Aaliyah who said like I wish early on someone would have told me that you guys were were had a past so then I could like put a wall up between me and you, Lydia, and then actually experience the experiment. So again, producers really did um mess around here. So how do you feel about that aspect of it? Um, I think, well, I mean, first of all, I I think I said this a couple episodes ago, but this was one of the things that Uche said in his story that ended up being true, Mm -hmm. um, that the whole production thing. So I knew this for a while, but, um, I I personally don't have a problem with it because it's, 
outside of Leah, it seems like all parties agreed to it. They all stuck by what they promised that they were going to do. And, you know, production did ultimately give them the okay to like tell them because they don't want people lying to their partners if they don't want to, you know? Um, Mm -hmm. I think that the secret being out didn't, wasn't like the end all be all to like the ending of the relationship in general, because Aaliyah obviously wasn't like rubbed the wrong way by like Uche telling her this. She was like sad, but she was like, you know, like, I'm glad you told me. And then like when her and Lydia talked about it, they hugged about it and, Honestly, I think Aaliyah was perfectly fine with the whole situation because it seemed like uh, this was a you know a unfortunate circumstance. It wasn't until Lydia just started telling her about every detail yeah. about Uche that was the moment where like she was like, "Okay, I'm out." Like, mm-hmm. had Lydia not done that, everything would have been fine. Production in the players kept her into the deal both times, and Aaliyah didn't seem bothered until Lydia started. You know, so and it seems like Lydia obviously feels remorseful about it, but it's like this is ultimately Lydia's fault. It's not production's fault, and it's not uh, Uche or Lydia's fault. It's ultimately Lydia for telling her all the details. Yeah, um, yeah, no, I mean, there you go again. You're making me defend production. Like, what are you doing? (laughs) This is this is why we're we're discussing this. I don't know. I feel like. I kind of agree with Aaliyah. I wish if I were Aaliyah, I also wish I would have known early on so that I feel like then she really could have built that wall of Lydia and we could have avoided this whole like awkward, like Lydia being her bestie and like Lydia saying all these, because it was really weird to watch the whole super cut. Like when they show like, oh, Lydia, I understand where you're coming from, blah, blah, blah. Aaliyah's face was just so bothered. You can tell like, because I don't know. I just wish... I kind of like I said. For I mean, some what, reason, does, that, I what does that really do ultimately? Because it's not like the prior relationship between Uche or Lydia affected anything until Lydia started yapping. Like it's not like Uche and Lydia were like flirting. It wasn't like uh, mm-hmm. you know they were using it as leverage over each other's heads. It's it really seems like it was a non-factor until Lydia started telling people stuff. Like if production tells her this is love really blind like you're getting involved and you're kind of like messing stuff up then you're gonna have to tell she's gonna tell players that this happened and then people are like all right i don't want to talk to uche or uche tells people i don't want to talk to lydia it gets messy at that point so again it was fine until lydia was like oh yeah he got a dog this is his family oh we had sex three months ago yeah that's when it got messy like until she did that it was fine so Again, like, sorry. <laughs> All right. I mean, you're entitled. Just feel that way. I, I, I definitely understand your viewpoint, but I also just, again, I can't help but feel for Aaliyah. Um, yeah. Oh, absolutely. I feel bad yeah. for her, for sure. Exactly. Um, Lydia, so Lydia talks about, we, we then pan to Lydia. Lydia talks about the situation. She basically says, and I quote, I didn't read the room correctly. As to, she thought that it was no big deal because according to Lydia, that's how she talks to her girlfriends. Like all she shared with Aaliyah was fine. Um, so I don't know. That felt like a moment of me of Lydia not taking accountability um, for what she did. I could have. I feel like Lydia could have easily just said like, "I'm sorry," blah blah blah, instead of trying to save her ass there. Do you agree with that, Isaiah? Absolutely. I think uh, Lydia dropped the ball pretty hard, mm-hmm. uh, and I think she knows it. And I I do think that Lydia feels bad, but just like that moment in the pods. Lydia is a lot. <laughs> you know, she said that she's a lot. I don't think she really thinks before she speaks. She just talks, you know? Mm-hmm. And I like Lydia, believe it or not. I don't have a problem with Lydia. I just think mm-hmm. that, you know, she's a lot. And she's yeah. classified herself as a lot. And, you know, sometimes you got to slow your roll a little bit. Think before speaking. Agreed, yeah. Lydia is the queen, I think, of think before speaking. <laughs> yes. Um, but moving on from there... We then hear that Uche did not come to the reunion. He was invited, but he pulled a Jackie and Josh. And honestly, maybe even a little worse, because at least Jackie and Josh sat down with Vanessa. Um, so do you think that Uche is... How do you feel about Uche not showing up, Isaiah? You think he's a coward? Let's be honest. Um, Yeah, but I mean, like, honestly, like, I felt like Irina shouldn't have came on. I feel like Jackie and Josh shouldn't have came on. I feel like he should Honestly, if this show if it makes you look like an ass... Just don't come on. Like, I don't know okay. why Bartiz came. Like, at the end of the day, you're just going to get flamed. And you coming in, trying to change your image, I promise you, it's not going to work. It hasn't worked the entire time. You don't want to, I thought a love was blurry situation, like, shake. Like, just don't show up. I, I personally think you don't show up. Um, 
Because look, Josh and Jackie, they try to speak about their piece. It ain't change a damn thing. So it's like mm-hmm. you're just gonna get me irritated again. Don't show up. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I mean, I don't know. I think I, I was definitely like Uche. All I'm gonna say is that this solidified that Uche is the villain of the season. Like, and he's aware of it. The fact that he didn't show up the same way that I felt about Jackie and Josh, they knew that they were in the wrong. Let's That's be real, Javier. There's nothing Uche could have said to change your mind. You just wanted to see him get yelled at. Listen, I just want you I, to- I'm I, listen, there's no shame. I'm on that boat too. You can be yeah. honest. No, like I get listen, I get why Uche didn't show up, like on his end, but it's also like, bro. Just show up and deal with what you did. You did what you Take did. Take an L, bro. Take the L. Like so, you did it. Take the L. Exactly. Um, what else do we we learned some more things about Uche, which I'm just quickly gonna run through. Um, apparently Milton shares that Uche has tried to reach out to him, and Milton is like, bro, I don't not basically like I ignore him, like I don't want to be your friend. Um, apparently he texted Milton, I heard you got married. Do you want to talk? And Milton is like what and i agree like come on isaiah you that was isn't that not the weirdest thing ever to text someone who you had beef with i was like uche what's going on here like Um, like, what do we need to talk about yeah like (laughs) we left on not good terms and i don't really because now i have a wife but she's not going with that so what do you think bro like that was again another moment of uche being sus and then apparently we also learned that the day the show aired uche texted lydia and Aaliyah the same thing he says anything you guys want to talk about hit me up (laughs) Yo, Uche is just, this man <laughs> is wild, bro. I'm sorry. Uche is, Uche's. listen, I know you call Bartise and Shake villains, but Uche's like up there with those two. Like Uche's been just wild. Like, I think, I think. Shady Uche movements, bro. I think Uche moves shady. You need some balls to like go on the show and say that I'm unattracted to all of you. I really find Vanessa Lachey. The most attractive here when her <laughs> husband is right next to her. That is a villain to me. Like. Uche's just an asshole. Like, there's a complete difference to me. Like, okay, I'm sorry. Okay. But, oh, wait. You just brought up a great point to me. So, actually, back to Aaliyah, my girl. She shares that she, he, I don't know. I don't actually remember if she said that Uche said this or she heard this. But that apparently Aaliyah is not the type of girl Uche normally goes for. And Aaliyah thought that was a big factor as to why they didn't work out when they tried to date after the show. Which I thought was like, yikes, that's a crazy thing to hear that Uche may have said. Or I wasn't sure if Aaliyah was saying he said that or he implied that. I don't know what was going on there. But I thought that was a crazy statement to hear that like Aaliyah's not the only black girls. That's basically, yeah, exactly. Let's just keep it a stack. Okay. So yikes to you, Uche. Another um, X for you, bro. Um, (laughs) Another, exactly. Like, you know what? As we're talking to this reunion, I think I'm gonna give the biggest loser award to Uche. He's definitely the biggest L from this season. Period. I, I know we're talking about Johnny and Chris, but I think Uche's actually. Uh, just, oh no, I'm never letting go of, of Johnny. I can't stand Johnny, but yeah, I think uh, Uche's, Uche's up there. L. <laughs> uh, all right. So, have we got nothing else to say about Aaliyah and Uche? We then move on to the last couple of the show, which this should be a pretty short segment as their relationship was. We see Taylor and JP come out. Um, Taylor looks great, in my opinion. I love her look as well. So shout out to you, Taylor. JP comes in his very um, American look, questionable, um, <laughs> wearing like Captain America look. Um, and the whole time, in my opinion, Taylor just looks mad. Anything JP says, Taylor just has the stankest face on. Like she does not want to be there. Like, And honestly, I don't blame her because I do feel like JP did not give this relationship a shot at all. Um, so Isaiah, let's wrap it up with these two. How do you feel about the whole Taylor and JP situation again? Do you feel we got any resolutions from this conversation? Yawn, like, why are they here? Like, I'm so sorry. I just don't care. Like, <laughs> like I'm like, I don't know if this is rude, but like they're like so irrelevant, and I'm gonna forget about them by next week. Like I tomorrow, bro. <laughs> yeah, like they were here, you know. She likes to wear makeup, he don't like her when she wears makeup. Uh, he has a girl and she don't, she, she's going to find someone. Let's keep it moving. Like, like they, why, like, honestly, unless you're like the two married couples, like what is there to talk about? Like these people, this is the most, uh, I'm really about to cut into into Netflix for a second. This is like one of the worst seasons after coming off one of the best seasons ever. And I I had a love for the show reignited. And then this season happens. I'm just like, Oh my God. I got to sit through Baltimore next year. Like, <laughs> oh, like, 
Houston ghetto. I never need to see a Houston uh, daycare again. <laughs> this is the second time I've had one. Like, uh, I watched Married at First Sight, Houston, oh my God, ghetto. And then this one, Hot Mess Express, you guys didn't even talk about the couple that had some allegations, which that's what I really wanted to hear some answers for if you really want to get into it. Like, this is just such, this is a bottom two season for me. Season two is the worst for me because the cast actively hid stuff from me and I didn't understand what was going on. But this is right there. Like, I did not like this season. Um, shout out Milton, Lydia. But this is a very unlikable cast. And it relied on people who didn't even get married to keep the show going. Like, I had to watch Johnny too many times this season. This is such a bad season. And... You got one more bad season in a row. Like, if I get two bad seasons in a row, I don't know, Javier. You might have to find a new co-host. I'm going to be real with you. Like, I, I just hate you. the show. I hate the show so much, and I still watch it. But I'm tired. Hey, I'm so tired. I hear you. No, I agree. Um, Taylor and JP, again, they didn't really add anything. Um, we do see something quickly that I do want to ask you about. JP blames the cameras. He says the fact that the cameras were there, and I just want to, sh- you know, we don't have to delve into it. I just think that was another BS excuse of JP saying he wasn't attracted to Taylor. And I could tell honest. he was nervous, but yeah, that like just said that you didn't like the way she looked, bro. Like, you yeah, know what like, I'm saying? I, like, at least that's what Irina did last season. At least Irina was honest. Like, I saw okay. Zach, and I didn't think it was cute. Like, okay. I feel like J- JP's trying to be Captain America, and he's flopping because we just know the truth. And just say the L, truth, bro. So, L for Taylor. I mean, L for JP, <laughs> and good luck to Taylor. That's all I would say to her. Um, but that's about it for the reunion. At the end, we get, they play this weird, like, game where, like, almost like a word association, and we learn that Love is Blind has a game. If anyone wants to play a Love is Blind mobile game. I actually do want to play it. I, I, uh, (laughs) I need to clear some space so I can download it, but I I do plan on playing it. Um, so, um, I guess we're going to be their PR team. Everyone go download the Love is Blind game and let us know how it is. Um, sponsor us on Netflix <laughs> for trying to yeah like look when I go on our head they get the episodes early I'm listen expect the email from me Netflix guys <laughs> I want the episodes early okay period <laughs> so on that note um, Isaiah do you have anything else you want to say about season five you said it's a bottom two season for you um, anything else you want to say about it I'm just so ready to forget it like uh, <laughs> I'm um, I'm going to be upset when they have uh, after the altar being pushed in yes. my face for a thousand times. Just, h- hindsight, I've never covered Love is Blind after the altar because it generally sucks. Not. It is such a bad show. And I considered last time and I just watched an episode and I was like, this is trash. No, nah, you didn't miss but, out. Love is altar for season four. I will, never King, cover, but... I will never cover Love is Blind after the altar ever. I will never cover the ultimatum. Listen, all these Love is Blind S shows with with the Lachey's are trash. Like <laughs> Love is Blind is trash. Like if it, I'm telling you, you're going to have to find another co-host if next season sucks. I'm being so serious. I'm tired of Love is Blind, and well, I'm tired. I'm tired. You heard it from Isaiah. Um, so make season six good. Otherwise, I'm out here looking for a new co-host. <laughs> um, <laughs> But I, I do agree with Isaiah. This is definitely a bottom tier season for me, especially like Isaiah said, season four was great. Um, shout out to season one always, because that's my favorite season okay. ever. Okay, shout out to Speeds. Yes, that's what we need, the Speeds. Shout the Speeds will get Isaiah hooked. Listen, Netflix, I, Isaiah will stay if the Speeds become the new hosts. <laughs> okay, get rid of Vanessa and whatever his name is. Like, yo, they are so <laughs> irrelevant. Like, Lawrence hosted a show before. Like so, uh, one of one of the Netflix like collapse in the Lawrence yeah. Speed's also supposed to be on whatever show that Wendell Holland and Davon and all of them are on like some new reality show that they filmed. Oh, yeah, I heard about that on TV. Like, give us Lauren. We do not care about Vanessa. Like Vanessa is such a bad co-host, and her husband doesn't bring anything to the table. Like I'm tired of the Lachey's. They don't even host the show anymore. They show up three times a season: the pods, the vacations, and the wedding dr- fitting fittings. That's it. Why are they here? Like, they suck. They're not love experts. And they really annoy me, to be real with you. Stop. Like, what are they famous for? What have they done? Like, what Like, what are they known for? Do you know? I think Mick Lachey made music and Vanessa was a model. Don't I Get him off my TV. I'm done. Yeah, I'm Mick done. Lachey was an American singer. And I think Vanessa was a model. Like, anyway, like, let's keep it moving. Okay. 
Um, so yeah, you heard it there, guys. Hire the speeds, and I fully co-sign Isaiah on that one. Um, but yes, you will catch me um, after the altar. You might not catch Isaiah, but I will cover after the altar when it airs and season six when it airs. I'll be back as well to watch more mess. But I do agree again. I just want to say I do not think this was a good season. I did enjoy the mess, but I'm ready to forget about it the same way Isaiah said. So with that note, Isaiah, let the people know where they can find you moving forward. <sighs> Until next season, you can find me at eight ball bangers <laughs> on all social media platforms. Uh, and now I got to talk about freaking Big Brother. I'm just so tired of reality TV, to be honest. But I'm about to go talk about Big Brother. But uh, catch us on Fridays talking about BB. BB Can is starting up very soon. Very excited about that. Um, and then what else am I covering? I'm so sad we can't talk every week, Javier, right now. But obviously, come back for Love is Blind because great time. We're not doing all after the altar. So we'll see you for Love is Blind Baltimore. But um, yeah, that's it. Uh, everyone, you can find me at underscore the Starboy on Twitter. I'll be sharing all my thoughts. Um, Love is blurry is done for now, but like Isaiah said, we'll be back. You can catch me on Signed the Traders, our Traders Canada podcast. I'm having a really good time covering with Katie. It's been a pretty good season. Um, I already think it's better than US season one, which we also covered here. So go listen into that. And you can catch me there next week since there is no more Love is Blurry after this week. All right. So thank you so much, everyone, for listening. Bye, y'all. Bye. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered ChumbaCasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.